My name is JV, just FYI. For those just tuning in, and this is podcast episode number 1070 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. In today's show, biggest mining difficulty spike in 14 months. I'm going to be sharing with you the five things you need to know in Bitcoin this week. That's right, including we talked about the network difficulty reaching a new all-time high. It soared 13.5%, in fact, and that means it reached $35.61 trillion, which is insane to fathom. Also in today's show, very unusual to see Bitcoin squeeze at historical low volatility levels on rising volume. A big move up or down is incoming. And also Bitcoin hit levels of low volatility not seen in literally two years. And while it's reasonable to expect a large move now more than ever, it's also important to note that there were two periods in the past when Bitcoin spent more than 40 days consolidating after hitting these levels. Also, the duration of 316 days in the current bear market so far is between 2011 and 2017 plus 2013 uh, between that 2013 and 2017 mark. Either we bottom soonish or this time is different. The average duration from the top to bottom is very interesting as well. The average 312 days, which is where the bottom is right now. Also in today's show, over 12,000 Brazilian companies declare crypto holdings in record high. That's right. August figures released by Brazil's tax authority revealed over 12,000 companies have crypto holdings, the largest amount ever recorded. Mass adoption in Brazil. Let's freaking go. Also in today's show, legendary investor Paul Tudor Jones says, I still own Bitcoin. I'll be breaking on the latest highlights from his most recent interview. Also in today's show, top crypto analyst says XRP has one of the best looking charts in crypto and updates his outlook on Chainlink and Solana. I'll be touching upon all these cryptos. Also, a top crypto analyst predicts further rallies for two explosive altcoins and updates his Bitcoin forecast. Those explosive altcoins, one of them is Injective Protocol, better known as INJ, and the other is Sushi, short for Sushi Swap. Also in today's show, we're going to be discussing the top G himself, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate rallies behind Bitcoin and says that money is trash. In fact, do you know that he invested, according to him from a video I saw, he invested $600,000 into the King Crypto after the March Novid crash in 2020. Bitcoin was approximately $5,000 and he flipped that $600,000 Bitcoin investment into $12 million profit in Bitcoin. I'm going to be breaking this down for you. We'll also be covering the latest of what's going on in the market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. With that being said, welcome everybody to a new episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is podcast episode number 1070 of the Crypto News Alerts pod live and in the flesh. If you're not already subscribed, you know what to do. Hit that bell icon, turn on all notifications and drop a comment as it helps out tremendously with the YouTube algorithm. And sometimes the side camera got a little blurry there, so I'm going to reset that zoom. And with that being shared, let's 
dive right in and break down uh, some market watch and see what's going on in the crypto markets uh, right now. Let's start by looking at Coin360. It's one of my favorite uh, resources here for looking at the market. You can see Bitcoin down 1% for the day, maintaining just above 19200 at the time of this recording. We have Ethereum uh, literally down 1%, uh, trading just above $1,300, while Binance Coin, XRP, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Cardano, all of the major cryptos are currently correcting and in the red. And checking out the crypto market cap, we're sitting at $939 billion with $40 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is on the rise, but still under 40%, with the Ether dominance at 17.2%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Terra Classic USD up 36%, trading at $0.04. Cents. At one point, this was a stable coin, but obviously not so stable. <laughs> Hobby Global is up 18%. Also heard rumors of Justin Tron heavily invested in Hobby. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Currently trading at $4.87. And we have Maker up 4% trading at $923. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week. You can see Casper up 22%. We got Quant up 9%. XRP up 14%. We have HT up 31%. Maker up 17%. And CBX up 15%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a 22 in Extreme Fear. Yesterday was a 22 in Extreme Fear. Last week was a 24. And last month was a 28 in Fear as we have been stuck in Extreme Fear and Fear for months upon months for a very long time. With that being shared of what's going on in the market, now let's do some Bitcoin TA and share what's going on uh, in the crypto market uh, this week. For the King Crypto, here are the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Number one, volatility pointers say rare price action is due. As you can see here on the one-week time frames, Bitcoin thus continue to form a cluster of candles in which the market hardly moved up or down at all. A classic sign that volatility will result. And that breakout event has already been forecast on the lower time frames. These coming true on Friday as U.S. jobs data sparked a brief sell-off, which cost the bulls the $20,000 mark. And the next thing to be on the lookout for this week in the crypto markets is September's CPI inbound in hectic macro week. Turning to the wider economy, there are more than enough potential Bitcoin price triggers in the making this week. Economic data releases will come thick and fast from October 12th onward with tensions reaching new levels in the Russia-Ukraine war. Shocks to commodity markets remain as a curveball. This upcoming week is going to be a fun one. We got PPI, FOMC minutes, CPI, initial jobless claims and retail sales. According to on-chain analyst Will Clemente, and of particular interest, he added that the CPI index print for September is due on October 13th, which will form a major reference point for the Fed as it approaches a fresh interest rate hike next month and quitting Bandai Pop, expecting serious volatility to jump in the CPI and PPI. Bandai Pop confirmed in part of his uh, fresh Twitter post on the topic and says, be ready. Now for the third factor to keep your eyes out on this week in the Bitcoin market, difficulty prepares the biggest uptick since August of 2021. That's right. Internal developments in the King Crypto could form the basis for a surge in confidence as the week begins. According to current estimates, Bitcoin's mining difficulty is due to add a giant 13% on October 10th, its biggest since August of 2021, and could easily enough take it to new all-time highs. Right here in this chart, you can see the Bitcoin network fundamentals 
overview coming from btc.com. The numbers make for a surprise reading. Such an increase suggests that minor capitulation is increasing in line with the increasing network participation, yet Bitcoin price action is still near two-year lows. And quoting Dylan LeClaire here, Bitcoin miners just won't stop. He wrote about the difficulty estimate last week. And quoting another quote here from The Week on Chain, similar to the difficulty regression model, the price range between 17 and 18,000 has confluence as being an area that induced minor stress in June uh, and signs with numerous costs of production estimates, it wrote in the latest edition. And should a price drop occur, researcher Checkmate nonetheless argued that it is extremely unlikely that miners would sell their entire inventory currently worth just under 80,000 BTC. Quoting him here, this risk could manifest as a second stage minor capitulation of around 78.4,000 BTC still held in minor treasuries. It is extremely unlikely this full amount would be distributed. However, provides an upper bound gauge on the potential risk at hand. He concluded, and now for the fourth factor to keep your eyes out on this week, Time for Bitcoin price bottom. Well, back to eyeing when Bitcoin could bottom in the bear market. Charles Edwards, the CEO of asset manager Capriole, looked to cycles gone by. And in addition, on-chain analyst Clemente uh, added this weekend, as Edwards noted in both 2018 and 2014, Bitcoin put in a macro bottom within a set period following its prior new all-time high. Now, the time for history to repeat itself is here and is only three months long. Quoting Clemente here, we are in 90-day windows from the last two Bitcoin cycles, which have bottomed. Now, the low could still be far off in terms of price. However, at 19200 which is where we're at at the time of this recording, we're approximately 71% below its peak, less comparison than in 2018. And even June's low of 17600 represents a 74% and a half drawdown, not enough to match the prior cycles. And quoting CryptoQuant, either we bottom soonish or this time is different. And also speculated in research uh, last month. So I'd love to know your thoughts uh, in the comments right down below. Do you feel that the bottom is currently in at 17,500, which we touch? Or do you feel a double bottom is likely and we're likely to break below that level of 17,500? Where are your buy targets set at? You know, let me know. 16, 14. Do you feel that the bottom is already in? Whatever your thought is, let me know in the comments right down below. And now for the fifth factor to keep your eyes out on this week and the Bitcoin market and that sentiment data copies bears gone by. Looking at the will of the herd, it seems that it is very much business as usual in the Bitcoin market. According to popular market gauge, crypto greed and fear index, extreme fear still reigns supreme in crypto as it has done for much of this year with a score of 2020, or I'm sorry, 22 out of 100. Fear and greed has been at its lowest zone for multiple weeks and earlier in the year, it saw its longest ever extreme greed stint at more than two months. Now, quoting an analyst here regarding the Bitcoin cycles, in terms of timing, I believe this is going for whale maps. In terms of timing, this current cycle resembles the last one a lot. It declared on a day alongside a comparative chart, quoting them here, this chart is merely descriptive, but depicts the repetitive, uh, repetitive nature of Bitcoin sentiment phases very well. And very well indeed, that is brought out for us right here. And before I break down our next story of the day and we discuss Brazil mass adoption, which is definitely a good sign, I just want to say welcome everyone just tuning in. JV here with podcast episode number 1070 of the Crypto News Alerts podcast version 2.0. This is no longer a pre-recorded, edited, and premiering live, but we are live and in the flesh so you can get the latest of what's going on in the market as I know timing is of the essence. And make sure to drop a comment and let me know where you're uh, tuning in from and with that being said, let's uh, continue and break down this Brazil 
adoption. Central America, South America, Latin America, let's go. The number of companies holding crypto in Brazil has reached new record highs as of August amid an increased trust in cryptos and high inflation rates. I know inflation rates have a big part to do with that. According to local media reports, the country's taxation authority, uh, they say, also known as the Federal Revenue of Brazil, recorded 12,053 unique organizations declaring crypto on their balance sheets in August of 2022. Bitcoin has gone a long way, right? The number is 6.1% increase from the 11,360 companies in July and is the month with the highest record recorded numbers of companies with crypto holdings to this date. Now, also note the number of individual Brazilian investors holding crypto fell from the prior month down to 1.3 million in August. The value of total declarations also experienced a slight decline, likely due to the condition of the crypto markets. And with August seeing a total of 2.1 billion with 11 billion Brazilian reals down from 3.4 billion back in July, the US dollar peg stablecoin USDT had the most value transacted with 1.42 billion moved across nearly 80,000 transactions in August, averaging roughly 17,500 per transaction. Ironic enough, that's the Bitcoin bottom, 17,500. Now, Bitcoin was second with almost 270 million transacting, but took first place for the number of transactions clocking in over 2.1 million in the same month at a much lower average transaction amount of $130. It was also noted that stablecoin USD coin dropped from third to fifth place from July to August in regard to value transacted and losing out to Ether, the Brazilian digital token, a Brazilian real pegged ERC-20 token. Now, Brazilians trust in crypto remains high, according to a September Bitstamp Crypto Pulse report, with 77% stating they trusted digital assets. I mean, how could you not trust digital assets when you can't trust fiat currency, you can't trust inflation, and you can't trust central banks, and you can't trust your own government? Just, stay, just saying the obvious, right? Multiple financial companies in the country have started offering crypto services such as brokerage giant XP Inc. and payment application PicPay, both integrating crypto exchange services back in August. Now, crypto exchange Binance also increased its efforts in the country, doubling its team since March and opening new offices on October 4th. Now, Brazil's inflation rate hit a 26-year high of 12.1% in April, and that's just what they're willing to admit. I can only imagine the truth of their inflation rate, just like here in the United States. Yeah, inflation's only 7%. Yeah, it's like triple or quadruple what they're actually reporting. So do keep that in mind. Um, yeah, so this is pretty wild uh, to discuss. I mean, it's good though, overall, for crypto adoption. And I think the Bitcoin game theory is in full effect ever since uh, Michael Saylor put uh, Bitcoin on its balance sheet, right? Uh, a lot of other companies have been doing the same. So it's just great to see that overall in Latin America uh, right now. And now let's break down our next story of the day. Paul Tudor Jones, who is a legendary investor, many people in the space follow very closely. And when he says something, a lot of people listen. So let's break down what he has to say about Bitcoin. In a recent interview, he says, I'm, I still own Bitcoin. Well, that's definitely a good sign. This was actually just recently published. It wasn't exactly a rousing endorsement of the crypto given Jones' major bullishness two plus years ago. At the time in mid 2020, the hedge fund giant said he allocated one to 2% of his multi-billion dollar portfolio into Bitcoin. He later said he would see allocating as much as 5% of his assets to Bitcoin if the Fed continued on its path to monetary debasement. His remarks at the time helped pump crypto prices, then already in a bull market, even higher. Now, his remarks on digital assets today were hardly noticed with the price of Bitcoin remaining 
mirrored in the low 19,000 area. That's right at the time of this recording, again, 19,200. And in 2020, of course, the Fed was in the midst of any number of stimulus schemes aimed at keeping the economy and financial system afloat alongside the no-vid lockdowns. That's right. Back in 2020, you had, uh, you know, the Fed, all of them, they wouldn't even admit that inflation existed. They said inflation was uh, transitory, and they just kept eluding that this didn't exist and that people were crazy for even uh, thinking that uh, you know inflation was real. But lo and behold, we know they were uh, lying to us the whole time. Now today, the U.S. Central Bank is in the exact opposite mode as it rapidly tightens monetary policy to fight the inflation surge it helped create. Quoting uh, Tudor Jones here, inflation is a bit like toothpaste, he said this morning. Once you get it out of the tube, it's hard to get it back in. And he makes a great point. The genie is out of the bottle. The Fed, he said, is furiously trying to wash that taste out of their mouth. If we go into recession, that has really negative consequences for a variety of assets. I think that is absolutely true. And while Jones says he continues to believe that Bitcoin will have value, he concluded that the cash is in the place to be as long as the Fed can be counted on to follow through on its pledge to bring inflation back down to his 2% target. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Paul Tudor Jones being bullish and remaining bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know in the comments uh, right down below. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and let's get to the XRP charts. Uh, and let's break this down, shall we? And I apologize if the rundown um, titles are a little out of whack here, which uh, can happen. It is uh, what it is. But nonetheless, let's break down this bullish XRP chart for all of you just watching. A closely followed analyst known for making timely Bitcoin and altcoin calls says XRP is one of the strongest assets in the crypto market. In a new strategy session, synonymous analyst known in the industry as uh, Don Alt. Quoting him right here, if I get a breakdown on Bitcoin, the one coin I want to be buying is XRP. According to Don Alt, he's looking to accumulate XRP at 38 cents or lower, but says there is a good chance he won't get it. Quoting the analyst here, I feel like I am just looking at this chart and this just wants to go up, which you can see here in this chart as XRP is currently trading above 50 cents and has been breaking out on the news with the uh, lawsuit versus the SEC. Now, the popular crypto strategist also says his bullish stance on XRP goes beyond the charts. Quoting him here, I still think they are going to win the case. The only kind of bottom in crypto I think will moon XRP hard. I know the Bitcoin pair XRP BTC looks really good as well. It is one of the best looking charts in crypto right now. Looking at the centralized Oracle network chain link, Donald says that Ethereum based altcoin is on his radar because of its tendency to outperform the crypto markets during a bear winter. Quoting the analyst here is a really interesting setup above eight bucks. I think if we get this wipeout that I've been talking about, that it's obviously not going to show this strength right now, but at some point it will. It's been outperforming for a while now on the Bitcoin pair. So it's an interesting chart for me to follow. It is not necessarily something I'm going to rush into buying after a wipeout, but it's one of the ones I'm looking at closest. And if you think back in 2018, 2019, and 2020, we had Chainlink outperform the entire market. Link was going up, and I think that's a good narrative to follow, and it's been outperforming in the last few weeks. I think Chainlink can have another run. How many of you are currently bullish on Chainlink? Let me know in the comments below. And for smart contract platform Solana, Don Alt says he's also looking to accumulate Ethereum rival in the event of a market-wide correction. Quitting him here, I know there is a bunch of bigger guys interested in Solana so they see a bottom forming in crypto as a whole. I think they're going to jump into something like Solana first. So I want to be buying Solana if we wipe out. And then I'm going to sell that relatively quickly. And to watch this video, he did entitled Markets React to Macro Bearish Retest. Be sure to check the show notes below the video in the description. With that being shared, now let's break down 
our next uh, story of the day, and let's get into two explosive alts according to this crypto analyst. Let's break it down. Now check it. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Here we go. And I guess those two explosive uh, altcoins are, my, my apologies, they are INJ and um, sushi swap, which we're going to be covering here. So here we go. So popular crypto strategists and traders predicting more rallies ahead for two low cap alts, which have shown recent strength. Synonymous analyst known as altcoin Sherpa shares with his 184,000 Twitter followers that the centralized derivatives exchange injective protocol, which is INJ, is the gift that keeps on giving. Quitting him here. This entire area of two bucks is a big supply zone. And with that being said, it's been tapped several times in the last few weeks. And I think there is a lot of sellers that are gone around two bucks. I'm riding this one until $2.50 with an entry of around $1.80. And at the time of this recording, it's currently trading at $1.93, up over 8% in the last seven days. And a move to altcoin Sherpa's target suggests an upside potential of nearly 30% for INJ. How many of you are currently bullish on INJ? Let me know. This is a new crypto to me. I've never really looked at before. So I'm going to be checking it out in further detail. And another altcoin on the trader's radar is SushiSwap. Sushi is a decentralized exchange exchange protocol, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. How many of you are currently holding Sushi? Let me know in the comments below. According to Altcoin Sherpa, Sushi is facing some resistance at around levels, but he believes that the Altcoin will continue to rally towards his target. Quitting him here, Sushi currently area is a scary bit. I still think it probably goes to $1.60 eventually. And at the time of this recording, Sushi is changing hands at $1.38, over 22% increase in the past seven days. And as for Bitcoin, the popular analyst predicts a move down to the $18,000 level, which we're not too far from right now, only a thousand off. If the King Crypto fails to hold the equilibrium of its range at around 19,500, which we're already breaking back down below. As you can see, Bitcoin currently trading under 19,300. So he's saying if 19,500 does not hold as it's currently not holding, we can expect to go down to 18,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst quoting him here. Two scenarios that I am eyeing. This is an unclear area for now. Conflicting signals and exponential moving averages are all right near price. Theoretically, should provide some support, but when the price is flipping between exponential moving averages so consistently, it is less likely to be strong support or resistance, in my opinion. So there you have it. And uh, and we're going to break down our final story of the day and discuss Mr. Top G himself rallying behind Bitcoin and saying that money is trash, as well as his investment where he invested literally uh, 600 thousand dollars into bitcoin when bitcoin was trading at roughly five thousand dollars back in 2020 after the novid crash and he flipped that into 12 million dollars profit how do i know this i watched one of his interviews of whether it was one of his tate, tate speeches or tate confidential where he talked about this and i was planning on showing that video clip of him talking about uh turning that 600 grand in BTC into a $12 million uh, Bitcoin position. However, they've removed the video from the internet. As you probably already know, Top G is uh, one of the most highly censored personalities and influencers in the world today. Um, he got banned from all social media platforms, including, um, but not limited to, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. They even attacked him uh, taking down his website. Uh, I think it's back up now, andrewtate.com. Um, you also, they attacked his merchant account where he was receiving all this money from Hustlers University. They went all out. So you gotta ask yourself, why do you think that, um, he has been canceled? And what do you feel about, uh, social media or big tech? 
canceling personalities such as Andrew Tate. Do you think that they had a logical reason? They call him a misogynist. I don't think that's the reason why. I think it's because he's helping a lot of gentlemen, uh, such as yourself watching this, escape the matrix. He's preaching the truth. And he's telling you the reality. You can't trust banks. That's why he says he he's, he says he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, literally hundreds of millions. So let's hypothetically say he's worth a quarter billion, two hundred and fifty million, right? Um, if you were worth a quarter billion dollars, where would you keep your net worth? Would you keep it in the bank? Probably not for many reasons. Number one, you can't trust banks. Number two, FDIC is only insured for $250,000. And number three, they can just pull the plug. We've seen this in banks all across the world where you can't even get back into your bank, right? They just shut down and they don't pay anyone because they don't have enough money. They don't have enough cash reserves at hand to actually make everyone right, right? So if everyone decides to pull their money from the bank and there's less than 1% of everyone's deposits actually out of bank, they can't do it. The bank goes under. So we can witness this in the United States as we've witnessed it in other countries around the world. Now, Andrew Tate, he lives in Romania, which I think is smart because some of the, the laws are more in his favor. But with that being shared, I most absolutely would keep most of my net worth in Bitcoin because number one, it's decentralized and the governments can't steal it. His point is, like, he owns real estate, but he says he doesn't even feel that real estate is such a great investment because it could be taken away from him just because he disagrees with the, the mainstream agenda, uh, you know, just because he doesn't have the same political viewpoint as the mainstream or big tech. Uh, they could shut him down. They could just hit a button, and then all of a sudden, $100 million frozen. So, yeah, the bigger picture is you cannot keep your money in the bank. And he also discusses that, uh, the reason people with money hate banks is because the experience in a bank is it's horrid. And I agree and concur. And how many of you have had an experience at a bank where you just like you just regret walking in? I'll tell you here in Puerto Rico, anytime I go into the bank because it's urgent and I need to send money to an institution or somewhere and they don't accept crypto, I'm forced to go to the bank and send a wire. Here's what typically happens. And this is like no cap. Um, I'll walk into the bank. There's about an hour wait to speak to a banker. That's just how it is in Puerto Rico. That's typical. Maybe if you're in mainland US, you only got to wait 10, 20 minutes, whatever. Here it's an hour. And then you got to speak with the banker for an hour and convince them that it's the right decision to make the wire because they'll try to convince you that it's a bad decision, that sometimes wires get lost. They don't reach their destination. It's timely. It's not going to actually reach the other party for at least 24 hours. And I'm just like, they almost convince you not to send it, but then there's no other option. So I'm like, what if you're trying to convince me not to send the wire and I come to your bank to send the wire, how do you suggest I send the money? Why don't you send a check? Well, if I send the check, it's going to take three days uh, via the mail, and then I got to go to the post office. It's just a nightmare. Where if I want to, if I'm worth hundreds of millions of dollars, like Tate, hypothetically, and if I just want to send money to someone, I don't want to ask for permission. That's what makes Bitcoin so valuable. I want to be able to send it 24-7. doesn't matter the time of the day. The Bitcoin network never shuts down. I can use the Lightning network, and I can send uh, hundreds of millions of dollars instantaneously, virtually free. Try doing that with a bank. I guarantee you, if you try to transfer $100 million into another bank account, it'll probably be a several-week process. Uh, you may get, uh, obviously, interrogated by the IRS, uh, the government. They want to know where this money came from. This whole nine. So I absolutely agree with him that if you if you hold a large amount of uh, fiat, 
you're probably doomed and you should probably put in, in into cryptocurrency. And I think his brilliant move of converting uh, 600,000 in Bitcoin back after uh, a Bitcoin crash and uh, turning that into 12 million was genius. And I think we have an opportunity like that again here now because I feel the new five or 4,000 is 20,000 and purchasing Bitcoin, not investment advice. Obviously, if you make a decision and decide to be uh, purchase Bitcoin, you have to take the risk, uh, you know, take those risks uh, in order to reap those rewards. And obviously anything can happen. Bitcoin can crash a lot further down. On-chain analyst Willie Wu is predicting a uh, $10,000 Bitcoin price as as far as the max pain, like the, the lowest we can go in his opinion, and he's an on-chain analyst. I think anything is possible, but I think accumulating Bitcoin at 20K is a brilliant move uh, here personally. But I'd love to know your thoughts uh, in the comments right down below. With that being shared, let's just go through some of the highlights from this article from the Top G himself. And what are your thoughts surrounding Andrew Tate, the Top G? Let me know if, if you're a fan. If you're not a fan, let me know in the comments below. Now, he obviously has his own Hustlers uh, University and he teaches people how to make money. And he said something funny in an interview. He says he trusts Tomadoge. And I never even heard of Tomadoge, but obviously it's an ish coin trying to ride the, the Doge wave. He says he trusts Tama Doge more than fiat currency. And I think this is a great reality of how doomed fiat currency truly is. Uh, fiat money, not deflationary. Uh, Tama Doge is decentralized. So he says at least Tama Doge is decentralized, unlike uh, fiat currency. And here's why he is right, rightfully bullish on crypto. Uh, Tate has hit the point with some of his stance about crypto is in the future of finance and it gives you the hodler and being in control. But it all depends upon the type of crypto you want to invest in. Obviously, Bitcoin is the big go-to for many crypto investors, but it is currently expensive in comparison to these other cryptos. However, I am absolutely not pumping Tama Doge I also believe it is an ish coin. I just think that uh, Tate is trying to make a point in saying that fiat is doomed and you're better off with any uh, cryptocurrency versus fiat because fiat is the ultimate ish coin at the end of the day. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the top G. And with that being said, let's roll into some q and I'm going to first start with uh, live questions and comments and read them out loud and then we'll tap into the previous top comments uh, from yesterday's episode and go from there so let's see who we have here in the house with us today nate says read capitalism and freedom by milton freudman i bet he is still alive that or i bet if he were still alive he'd be very much pro bitcoin there you have it nate good to see you peza says you may well end up with Wife changing wealth <laughs> anyway. Tom says, considering it's going to a million, yes, it is a good time. I, absolutely. Long, you got to look at this for the long term. Bitcoin isn't a short term get rich quick scheme. It's a long term come up where if you hold Bitcoin for four years, which is an entire cycle, you're likely to increase your net worth. That's a given. You just look at history. Frank Ver, what's good, brother? Uh, she will say you are a genius. That's right. When you invest in Bitcoin, uh, all is well. Uh, Solman says the rainbow chart will change in Himalaya chart if Bitcoin goes to 10,000. Uh, Frank versus Eric, your wife will be happy in the end. Dollar sign. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Bitbud says crypto news alerts. My TA shows Bitcoin will not reach 20,000 for the rest of the year. Very bold prediction coming from Bitbud. JV stock up on food and water, bro. Being on that island, anything could happen. I am prepared for the worst, absolutely, because anything can happen. Agreed. Frank Verse says, next having Bitcoin in, around 133 more days. I cannot wait. Let the countdown begin. Next Bitcoin having, send it. Let's freaking go. Let's get it. You feel me? 
Who else, uh, if you have anything to share live, I'll read it out loud. If not, we're going to go to some of these top comments here uh, from yesterday's episode. I'll give you one more opportunity. Let's check, check, check. Eric says, well, as far as I'm concerned, I will have a wife for my liking after this next bear market. Saludos, hermano, from Juan Diaz. I appreciate that. Juan Diaz, much love. Appreciate that. So yeah, let's read some of these uh, top comments actually from yesterday's episode. Peza wrote, you're getting better at live, JV. It's flowing more now, only the third live stream. You're right. It takes a brave soul to stream live. It does. You're setting a great example. My family supports you 100%. Keep going, fam. You got this. Appreciate that love from the bottom of my heart. Thanks, Peza. I appreciate all your continued support. Your honesty shines through, JV. Great work, fam. Nate gave me some constructive uh, criticism very in-depth. I want to say I appreciate it. Um, it's a lot of uh, constructive criticism, which I'll take to heart and I'll follow accordingly. So thank you. If anyone else has any suggestions, uh, suggestions, do let me know as well. Crypto Chris says, great video, bro. Keep the good work coming. Equine wrote, Aloha JV, solid show again. The King Crypto Weekend, tomfoolery price action, keeping us on our toes. Thankful to have Crypto News Alerts giving us all of the rundown. Chia. Then Peza wrote, my smallest position in, is in Solana. Uh, that's because that's the most risk I will take. I am very close to being a Bitcoin maxi. Someone made a comment the other day about having alts to DCA back into Bitcoin. That's what I'm going to do. Look at the Binance chain. They're just shut it down with a click of fingers. Not something that makes me comfortable. Try shutting down Bitcoin, LOL. And you make a great point. Belinda wrote, that's a great explanation, bro. Thanks for the video. Good job. I appreciate the insights. Uh, Peza, read one more from you. Change is an inevitable part of life. We get used to change. Life becomes much easier. JV is now live and growing as a person, a channel, and Bitcoin hodler. Let's grow with him. Hodl. And Tellingard wrote, hello, I made a mistake calculating the market cap requirements for XRP to hit 10 bucks. In yesterday's live episode, he's like, yo, XRP cannot hit $10. Just look at the market cap. And here he's saying, yo, I was wrong. And I'm sorry about that and addressing it during the live show. It's all good. Thanks for being the bigger man and addressing it right here in the comments. Chrysiden wrote, the newest presentation and format is excelente. Well, I appreciate that, fam. As always, um, that's what's up at the end of the day. And let's now do the big finish and we can wrap up here uh, for the day. Let's wrap this up. So here we go with the big finish. Papa, Papa. Oh, that's scene 10. Here we go. Okay, so here we go. In today's show, we discovered, or I shared with you the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, including biggest mining difficulty of Bitcoin ever uh, with a spike uh, in the last 14 months, which means that mining difficulty soared 13.5%, reaching a new all-time high. We also discussed Latin America Bitcoin adoption with over 12,000 Brazilian companies declaring crypto holdings in record high. We also discussed the legendary investor himself, Paul Tudor Jones saying, I still own Bitcoin. That's what's up, big man. And I'm sure it's only a matter of time before more of his portfolio is uh, incorporated into Bitcoin. Uh BTC. Also in today's show, we discussed top crypto analyst says XRP has one of the best looking charts in crypto and also updated his outlook on Chainlink and Solana, which I shared with you. And we also discussed top analyst says XRP. Oh, that's the one I just read out here. My bad. And we also discussed two explosive altcoins and an updated Bitcoin forecast 
from an analyst known as Altcoin Sherpa, and those uh, altcoins were Injective Protocol, which is INJ, as well as Sushi Swap. How many of you are currently bullish on Sushi or INJ? Let me know in the comments below. And of course, we also discussed the top G, the one and only man, uh, one of the most searched people on the internet, Andrew Tate, who says that he rallies behind Bitcoin and says that fiat money is trash. I couldn't agree more. And we also discussed his uh, Bitcoin investment of 600000 turning into $12 million for the top G. So there you have it. I want to say I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. If you're not already subscribed, be sure to do so right now. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.